0: What up what up y'all I am back it's your girl Costa Chelsea and um I just want to say good morning today truly was a beautiful day the weather was nice I think it was in like the 80s or something I don't even know but hopefully this it keeps it up for the rest of the weekend because I'm trying to be outside I feel like this winter has been a very long winter and I just was sitting in the house for the most part. But yeah, um, so I'm sitting here chilling with my sister. I'm at my sister's house and we, well, she had made us some, um, what'd you make us?
1: Shrimp and salmon dip.
0: Shrimp and salmon dip. It was like cheesy and creamy. We had some um nachos or tortillas or something. Yeah. I don't know. But the shit was good, okay. Um, I'm probably gonna eat again when I get home, but that's besides the point. Thank you, sister. Um
1: say hi. What up,
0: y'all? Yeah, so basically, um we just got back from Atlanta. ATL. How long have we been back? Like what, four days now? no like three days Um, no four we came back sunday yep it's been four days oh snap yeah went by fast (laughs) yeah so um that was your first time in atlanta right
1: no that was my first time being in the city of atlanta but before
0: oh yeah you went for that glam camp thingy i was in the woods when that that but where was you at you was in georgia or atlanta
1: it was atlanta
0: Oh okay, yeah, I remember that. Didn't y'all take a bus down there? We drove in a van. Oh my god. Yeah, that's been a while now. But anyway, so um, how did you like it? I liked it. It was like a camping trip, I'm and just, I'm talking about this time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about where you were. Like,
1: amateur, a kid. I really liked it. I had a really good time. I met some very great people. Um, the weather was nice compared to how the weather was when we left. Yeah,
0: it was raining.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. And Juicy, let me tell go to Atlanta and go to Juicy Crab. That's all I got to say.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, Juicy Crab was all that in the bag of chips. Like, first of all, I didn't even get to finish my bag. We I had. Didn't. I know you did I was like But I was being greedy though I had got a extra bag I had two bags Like I had the bag with the Snow crab The lobster The shrimp The Um Corn The potato yeah, And then I had bag. Mm, I had a whole nother bag With mussels And sausages And corn And yeah. potatoes I was fucking it up What'd you have?
1: I had The snow crabs Lobster Shrimp sausage, corn, egg and potato.
0: Oh, yeah, the eggs was in there. Mm-hmm. I was like in heaven. I was really excited. I felt like I was uh, living um, the life I always wanted to live that I see in these ming bongs. What's they called? <laughs> Mukbang. bang. Yo, we should have did a mung bang. <laughs> a mung bang. I just felt so special. Like, that was definitely a good time. Yes. Um, so we actually was able to go to the club together for the first time. <laughs> How was your club experience? Um, it wasn't as wild as I thought. I mean, well, technically it was a lounge.
1: Yeah, it was a lounge. Yeah. But I had fun. I th- I thought I was going to be a little nervous.
0: Which you were. I at was first, at yeah. first, but I had fun. I had a lot of fun.
1: Great
0: vibes. Yeah, I feel like I have to explain to people the difference between a club and a lounge. And then you also have to take into consideration the age groups. Yeah. So, like, you were really with my, like, my people's, like, you know what I mean? And they're all older than me, so they're way older than you. So it was definitely a mature crowd. Yeah. Um, I think if you went to a club that was, like, 18 to 21, you probably wouldn't like it. At I'm all. Sorry. Hell no. Well, you might like it. You might. I don't know. But the only thing I can say about those clubs is that that is where the wild ratchet stuff goes down. You might get more of that in Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah, Philly is definitely um giving wild vibes.
1: I think I'll stick with lounges. Yeah. Somewhere for me to sit. Got a little
0: table. Hookah. Yeah. It was. They got hookah lounges. It was like a hookah lounge. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um. Yeah. Anyway. So we're home watching. What is this called? Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> and then we were watching Bad Boys. Or something like that. Yes, my sister got me watching all this shit, but it's actually really fucking funny, like <laughs> really, really, really funny. And I, at moments, it makes me upset, like watching some some parts. Like I'm mm, right now, we're watching Jocelyn's Cabaret* in Atlanta, so this is season two. And the thing about this episode is that it's this one white girl on here that I just feel like I don't like. But I think they're. I think we on episode what four? Yeah, I think she's like done for the rest of the season. I don't think she's gonna be on here. But she's like irritating the fuck out of me. How you feel about your the Jocelyn Cabaret?
1: Um, I feel like it shows like the dark side of that type of life, like stripping and
0: being a hoe.
1: Yeah, prostituting
0: it it's
1: funny but it it shows it shows that these these girls are not only smart but talented as well i don't think i don't
0: feel like they're smart for like they're stupid
1: some of them some of them are stupid but
0: i feel like most of them are stupid <laughs> which one you think is smart um and what what season and episode which season i think they all done
1: who do I think is smart? Big Lex. I think she's smart.
0: What's she look like? The one with all the The one tattoos? with the gap. I think all them bitches is dumb. I think the smartest thing that they did was go on TV and be on a reality TV show. Now, what they do with this opportunity, yeah. I think is going to determine who's really, really smart. But for the most part, they sound dumb as hell to me. Like their story and shit like the one girl i thought it was absolutely fucked up but funny at the same time when the one girl was crying and she was like oh um i just had two abort i had an abortion i aborted two twins which is fucked up that you had to have an abortion Mm -hmm. sorry to hear that but the girl behind her was like oh shit a double homicide
1: (laughs) oh my gosh
0: I was like, all oh, these bitches. Just. Yeah, they
1: they a bit immature, a bit immature.
0: Um, I I don't know if it's immature. I think they just don't give a fuck. Mm. That that I mean, honestly, a lot of them don't give a fuck. They have to not give a fuck to sell they pussy. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't really, I don't really feel like. Um, that they're terrible people or anything like that. Because I think sometimes people associate prostitution and being a stripper as being, like, a terrible person. Yeah. And I don't feel that way at all. Like, mm-hmm. I love me some strippers. And, hey, get your money by any means. Like, I think a lot of these women are mothers. Yeah. But, um, you know, and they I, – I don't – I just – I really want to have a hoe on the show one day to really explain to me the game of, like, actually being a hoe because that's the part that I don't understand. Like, I do understand, like, the concept is to get money and you want to deal with whoever is fucking supplying as much money as possible.
1: Right? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of these girls, they get into relationships with men that actually end up pimping them out. Like, these girls ain't prostituting on their own. That's impossible because if you meet up with a nigga to have sex and he's supposed to pay you and he realizes you're by yourself, he going
0: to have sex with you and kick but you the girls are, But girls are doing that. Not all girls have pimps. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of girls who don't have a pimp. I just really want to know what's the difference between, like,
1: you know how in the first season, it was the girl where she was walking, prostituting? Yeah,
0: walking on the street. Yeah,
1: and then on this season. Yep, In this season, this girl, she meets up with like
0: millionaires and billionaires and has sex with them. Like, what is the... I, I think she's like a sugar baby, or and these niggas are, well, these men are tricks, and they have shit to lose. Like, mm. I think the girls that walk on the street they fucking with creep weirdos, truck drivers, yeah, and shit. truck drivers and and just creepy fucking men, and they fucking for you know low prices like like a blowjob fifty dollars or like fucking on a nigga or letting a nigga fuck on you for fifty dollars and shit like that. Like they doing that from car to car to car, walking down the street and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the the higher class bitches like it's kind of like a boyfriend girlfriend situation but it's very transactional it's like very money like oh every time I see you you breaking me off some type of money um it's like you're always doing something for me financially and financially only like we don't do anything else like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I feel like A boyfriend and girlfriend, like real genuine in situation outside of prostitution is like you do other things, you know, like you support each other. You have deep conversations, meaningful conversations. You hang out with each other's friends and family and stuff like that. But I feel like the upper class prostitutes are just very transactional. Like I ain't fucking unless he buy me a bag or I ain't fucking unless, you know. i remember i seen this one girl make a post on facebook one time she was like i feel sorry for y'all bitches fucking for 500 dollars. i fuck for like two thousand dollars and i was like so every time you open up your legs you a nigga pay you two thousand dollars
1: that's crazy
0: so you're rich that's 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 basically what you're saying is you're rich all right, so which season is your favorite season? Because they have three seasons right now. I'd say my favorite season would have to be the second season. Same. I feel like I came in on the third season, and I thought it was really good, and I thought it was funny or whatever, but the way they did that reunion was fucking trash. It was a waste of time. It really was like, okay, all they did was fight. that's all they did, which is cool. I'm cool with a good fight every now and then. You know what I mean? I like to see that, but I really wanted to know why certain people wasn't in the cabaret. Why they didn't go on tour. Oh, at the reunion. Yeah. I wanted to know what happened. Like even the girl Lexi blow, like I'm surprised Lexi blow wasn't on tour or sitting on the other side with the other girls. Oh yeah a lot of like beef stuff happened with
1: them i saw it over social media but like what i really it's just people don't like the fact people just don't like how jocelyn talked to them okay
0: that's it yeah
1: <sighs>
0: i thought it was something juicier like they was fucking they you know, or something. It might be more. I yeah, think. like, I think, you think Jocelyn fucked all of them? I think she did. I think they all ate her pussy. <laughs> yeah. Probably. And I think, like, the ones that wouldn't eat her pussy can't be in a cabin. cabaret. <laughs> Why are you saying it like <laughs> that? <laughs> it's cabaret. 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 I'm trying to make a motherfucking cabaret. Jocelyn had that but
1: let's talk about how Jocelyn went from basically the evil villain on Love & Hip Hop to having her own TV show.
0: I and don't think she was the evil told, villain on Love & Hip Hop, though. That's how people looked at her, though. Where, who? Besides Mimi?
1: Molly the maid?
0: <laughs> Molly the maid. May? No,
1: she had problems with you a You got lot your maid people. dress
0: on? You Molly the maid? Hey, maid. Yeah, it's like kinda calling somebody a bitch. (laughs) Like, hey bitch. But instead you say, Hey maid, Molly the Maid. (laughs) Oh Lord. Yo, Jocelyn was that bitch on Love and Hip Hop. She was. I I gotta give it to her for that. Like people can say what they wanna say about a stripper hoe or a hoe stripper, but they got some balls, okay. First of all, you gotta have a lot of strength as a woman to sleep around with a. Never mind. I don't know what Jocelyn done with her pussy, but I know on this second season, it's some the one girl. What Becky with the white girl? She's a hoe. Like, oh yeah, she's lit- a, she's an escort. Yeah, she says she's a hoe, hoe. And I'm like, okay. She get her, she
1: get her money off the dress. She was like, you know, I
0: don't, I don't dance. I make money moves. <laughs> <laughs> This bitch said, I don't dance, I make money moves. What's that, bitch, you suck dick? Like, I could never get the concept of that. Like, I play around a lot and I joke a lot about, like, hoe shit. Like, yeah, mm, you know, I'ma be a hoe or, you know, or I don't know. I just say any dumb shit out of my mouth relating to stripping or hoeing. But I could never, like, be a hoe. Or any of that. Like, I just can't. Sometimes it's like a,
1: a a sex addiction, too. You think so? It has to be.
0: I Like, they just want to feel wanted and desired and valued and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I couldn't imagine sucking a bunch of dicks. You know how many dicks they buy? got to suck a day to make rent?
1: I mean, the way she talking, how she getting paid. Not
0: that many. Oh, so she only got to suck one dick and her rent's paid. Was she super hit? I mean, she <laughs> did look like super jaws because her teeth was so fucking big and her lips is all big, mouth all big. I want to know: Do she charge more if a nigga nut on her face? Ugh. Like, I really want them to break it down. Like, break it down. Like, what is the menu? Like, what can you order? What can a guy order? Like, do they go on your um? Like page and order, or your website, or do they talk to your pimp and order?
1: Well, I've seen this thing where you don't even have to have sex with a guy. Like sometimes some men really just want you to sit on their face,
0: like a fetish. Yeah, those fetishes thingies.
1: And then I also seen another thing where some guys want you to like pee on them or poop on them. Oh my God. Yeah. <gasps> that reminds And that and that be like the really rich, rich motherfuckers. Really? And they will pay you like fifty
0: grand. Yeah. Okay. I got a story to tell you. Okay. So, um, in the world of Snapchat, you know, anything is possible. So anyway, so it's this guy, he's from um like Pennsylvania, but like the west side of Pennsylvania, like in the bumblefuck of nowhere. And he somehow became my snapchat friend. I don't even remember or even know how long he's been my friend. But anyway, I ended up blocking his ass. So um basically the sum of the story he had he would like reply to my story like would say little things here and there and then like after a while I started to notice it and I'm like, "Oh, thank you, thank you," you know, stuff like that. So I guess he looked like, "Well, damn, she's replying. This is my shot." to shoot my shot and he asked to pay me a thousand dollars for me to shit in his mouth i swear to god and i was like i was like at first i was like oh like i was so shocked like oh my god did you really ask me to pay you i mean to shit in your mouth i was like i'm curious like are you serious he was like yeah, I'm serious. I was like, "Well, why do you want me to shit in your mouth?" He said, "I'm, I'm, I'm a really nice guy. I'm a really um decent guy, but um I just always wanted to do things like off of Fear Factor and stuff. Like I was like, "Well, why don't you just go on Fear Factor, like, and <laughs> and you could probably be rich from doing that because if you could eat shit, then you could eat anything."
1: I don't understand that.
0: So he was like, no, I'm not really into, like, insects and bugs and stuff, but I probably could do it. I said, well, you should give it a try. That might be some money. I'll, I'll support you if you give me, a you know, some money, you know, for that. I'll support you for that. And he was like, nah, I just want somebody to shit in my mouth. And I was like, okay, but what kind of shit do you, you know, imagine? No, I, I said, how many people shit – how many people have shitted in your mouth before like do you do you just stick your hand in your ass and eat your own turds every now and then or have you ate anyone else's turds like like i'm curious so he told me that um that he's never did it before and he wanted to do it and when he seen me he thought i i have good shit you know and then he asked me he said you know when the last time you farted i was <laughs> i was like I was like, I was like, um, I don't know. I think today, he was like, he was like, um, what it smell like? I said, oh, oh, "Oh, you trying to talk dirty. You trying to get free dirty talk out of me. You trying to get shit talk out of me. (laughs) You want me to talk about my shit? huh? This nigga, I noticed that this nigga was like excited to hear about what my fart smells like.
1: What does it do, though? Like, is it a...
0: I don't know. So I, I was like, what does it do for you? He said it doesn't, he told me he doesn't really like nut or like it doesn't get him off. It just like, it's it's like an obsession of his. And I said, oh. you don't, I said, you don't ever think about just, you know, eating your own shit. Like you ever thought about sticking your hand in the toilet and playing in it or something? He said, no, no, I just want a uh, beautiful lady to shit in my mouth.
1: Oh. Dead ass, he was
0: a mixed man He was um half white, half black I said you must get that shit from your white side of the family
1: Definitely
0: Cause I never heard of no shit like that And he was He wasn't bad looking either He was a good looking guy And he had Kids and everything And it was just weird to me And he had a good job Like he was a good decent guy
1: It be those men it be
0: It'd Girl don't you know it it, they be the worst. Mm-hmm. I'll be telling people, be like, why are you single? I'm like, man, these niggas is weird. <laughs> weird. It's fuck. Okay? As hell. It's fuck. You want me to shit in your mouth for $1,000, my guy? How much would a fart? I'll put a fart in a jar and send it to you. How about that? <laughs> or <laughs> He
1: probably would have been like, okay.
0: I'll just right in the jar <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i ended up blocking him because he just wasn't trying to let up on it like he really wanted he was like please make my fantasy or my dream come true." he was like for some reason people don't like shitting on people i said what? yeah i said because maybe it's like unhuman like like <laughs> Who the fuck goes around and shit on people like, oh, yeah, tonight, babe, I'm going to shit all on you. I'm going to shit on all these walls, nigga. I'm i going to put it on you. Ooh. I ate chili <laughs> with cheese. <laughs> oh, I asked him that, too. I said, do you prefer um someone to eat a certain type of food? Do you want solid shit or runny shit? What kind of shit? All right, let me stop because this is getting too yeah. far. But yeah, so basically he was a freak and I end up blocking him because, I mean, the curiosity was already like just done after a while. It was very entertaining at first, but he was dead serious. Like he was dead ass. I thought it was so fake.
1: It's a fetish. No, it's, it's, a, it's really a fetish and it's it's more
0: so a fetish in like foreign countries and shit. I think we'll be surprised. It's probably here too because we have a lot of foreigners. Like half the country is foreign. Yeah. That Te- kind of it's kind of kind of weird. I think we're all foreigners. Mm-hmm. I think the only natives here are Mexicans to be honest cuz they're Indians. They're the
1: Mexicans are Indians? Yeah,
0: they're the original Indians, the Native Americans. Yeah, they just migrated to Mexico and ended up being Mexican. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, you don't know your history. I didn't know that. No. You went to school. They didn't teach me that. Maybe I wasn't listening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah,
1: because his history was my favorite subject. Yeah, you didn't
0: know the migration of um, the Indians. They moved west to to California. And then they Mexico, yeah.
1: mm. so
0: they kind of got I th- chased I away. Most
1: of like the population of Indians is gone.
0: Right? Native Americans, not home not them <laughs> Indians. Oh, yeah. you talking about like Chesapeake and Chesapeake mm. Indian Native? Yeah, I mean they they are still here in America, but. You got to realize some of them went to Canada, some of them that some of them are um like in Alaska. Like they're considered Eskimos and stuff. Those are Indians, you know that, right? Native wow. Americans, yeah. And so are Mexicans. Wow. Yeah, girl, they're Native Americans.
1: Learn something new.
0: Okay. So anyway, so about Jocelyn Caballero. Um I wish I could be like the makeup artist on set <laughs> because you gotta realize like it gotta be a lot of shit going on. I should apply for that job. i you know what? That's what I need to do. I need to start applying for for uh like How high profile, shit? yeah, high profile jobs, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I need to be on TV doing uh, celebrities' hairs and makeups and shit, especially on the reality TV shows but who's your favorite character from season one
1: season one oh uh, that one was corny but i would have to say that that skinny season girl. one
0: was giving me atlantic city ho vibes <laughs> if anybody used to uh watch atlantic city hoes on hbo back in the day yes that's what season one is giving me because that girl with the braces that was walking the strip what the fuck
1: but how do, I I liked her.
0: I liked her, but I don't like that that vibe. Like I don't like, I don't. Mm, I just feel sorry for hoes. Like I feel like, like you don't and really. You pinch. shouldn't have to be doing like that concept of like literally like fucking and sucking just to survive. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, that blows my fucking mind. W- what? You let niggas fuck on you for money? Like, literally fucking you.
1: It's a fetish. It's someone behind I don't it give a fuck what them. it is. It's-
0: Most of them people are fucking. Most of them, their pussy holes is ran through because they fucking. And then sucking? <sighs> Chabu. Chabu. What you go? They get in niggas' cars and fuck them in the car. I can't fuck in the car. I'm too big for that. I tried before. I tried to fuck my mans in a car. It didn't work that well.
1: Claustrophobia. Mm.
0: No, I was just hit. I hit my head a couple times. It was just uncomfortable. Mm, For me, claustrophobia. You ever tried
1: it? No, but I feel like I would just, I have a panic attack.
0: I wish I was littler, because if I was littler, I would do it, like, you know, after a good date night or something, you know. I don't know. It's like, let me stop but nah seriously i haven't been in a relationship with anyone in a minute to where i would try something like that did the, these niggas these days that i be talking to and i'll be like what the fuck like <laughs> what is this what is out here in this water like i really feel like i'm gonna be single forever wait a minute did i tell you hmm Somebody said to me that they don't think that I want to be in a relationship or want to be married. Do I come off like that? No. Be honest. No. What do you think? What do you think I want?
1: I know you want a relationship. I mean, because I talk to you. That person don't know you. Nine times out of ten, the person that said that. Mm. They don't know you.
0: Good point.
1: I actually talked to you.
0: Right. But a lot of people say that, though. Like, I've heard multiple people say that. Like, um.
1: Maybe it's because you don't fuck with every person that comes your way.
0: Yeah. Because niggas be coming. They be at the door. Okay. They be like, I was waiting for you at the door. What's up? And I'll be like, you know, um, I had tweeted earlier today. Um, I forgot to tweet. Oh, I feel like people would say, oh, you come off like you don't want a relationship or something. I said, no, I come off like I don't know you. You don't know me and or I don't like you. I felt like that was fucked up. Like when people say stuff like you don't want a relationship or you don't want a marriage. But do they ever think like that? I don't like them. Or
1: maybe you've been through stuff
0: and want to take your time. (laughs) Exactly. Like, you niggas are scary. Very. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just don't want to go through anything that I've already been through and I want to take my time, like, getting to know somebody and stuff. But in the process of that, I feel like niggas be wanting to rush so fast that, like, they don't know if they... Like, I feel like they be trying to read me. They like, okay, is she a hoe or what? Because I got money. I got money. Niggas be quick trying to buy some pussy. They be quick trying to buy you. Like, and I, like, that that concept used to always confuse me. Like, okay, so you took me on a date because you think we supposed to fuck? (laughs) or you bought me flowers because we supposed to fuck. And I used to sit back and I used to think like...
1: I remember I was talking to this one dude and he literally... it was This was the first time he ever bought me something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We was supposed to go out on a date. He always had an excuse every time the time came up to do it. Only time he bought me something was when... It was really late at night. We went to Wawa. The nigga bought me some watermelon. <laughs> some watermelon. I'm not someone that you gotta sit here and spend a whole bunch of money on. But what makes you think that I'm a fall head over heels for you? Cause you bought me watermelon. Right. Fuck? I could have bought
0: that. Anybody. I could have bought you that. You that your nephew could have bought you that right your niece could have bought you that the fuck i i feel like i feel like niggas think they could fuck for any fucking reason they could call you beautiful and you supposed to fuck them like huh? huh huh
1: you know what really kills me a nigga that just don't say nothing but
0: what you doing and expect you to like him (laughs) and then when you don't like them they be like oh you you don't want no relationship you know how many niggas i had tell me that oh yeah you don't want a relationship you don't come off as nobody that want a relationship or want anything and i'm like i don't know you what's your name again (laughs) i'm sorry sir what's your name again or once i did get to know somebody i didn't like the way they treated me all right, like if I went on a date with them or two, I don't really talk to you like that. I really don't fuck with you like that because I don't like how you treated me. It's not that I don't want a relationship, but I feel like these guys—they don't even know if they a trick or not. Like some of them, they give me real trick trick vibes. Like they buy hoes and prostitutes. Oh yeah, just because they don't know how to be like a regular person, like they don't know how to be genuine. In the dating world. So I feel like a lot of these guys is out here making these hoes rich. Because they they
1: know they're going to fuck. That's why hoes is winning. I I be seeing this post on social media where it's like guys basically feel like they shouldn't have to pay for a date if you're not, you know, going to have sex with them. Listen, guys, guys out there. The whole point in having a date is to get to know someone before you let them in your personal space. Y'all be wanting to come in the house, be in the car, have your feet up everywhere, be in the fridge, but yet we've only been talking for 2 weeks. Like, you niggas be wanting to make yourself at home, but don't even really know a bitch. Like, I could kill you. <laughs>
0: it's bitches out here killing niggas more and more every day right but this the thing if you broke just say that exactly. the fuck we can go for a walk in the park motherfucker Right. right. like the fuck <laughs> like nigga i got a gym membership and i could bring an extra person we can go to the gym and walk on the treadmill in this middle of a snowstorm if you want to papa mm-hmm. if you want to papa I'm just saying, like, I really genuinely just, like, I can't, I can't be, like, I've thought about it, because I've had some options to where I could just, like, settle down or whatever, with a nigga for money or not, like, you know, whatever's options, you know, there's niggas out here, um, but I never, like, really settle down with anybody, um, because I don't want to, I don't want to be with anybody, and I genuinely don't like them. Like, like when you just—I'm scared of that because I feel like if I—if I'm with a nigga, right? Say we married, right, and he got money, he got money. I don't have to want for nothing or pay for nothing, right? And the nigga has a heart attack or something. Like you just don't (laughs) like this nigga at all. This is why I had to leave my kid's father because because if something happened, like okay, so say you've been with him. This nigga ain't been shit for 25 years. You've been with 25 years. He took care of you. Took care of you. Good for twenty five years, whatever, whatever. Um, but you never liked him for twenty five fucking years. Every time so, you,
1: I don't care how rich you, a nigga is, if you, I'm you not never. Happy, I'm it's
0: not. it's women out here that really don't like their man, um, and they wonder why niggas is dying young, um. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder why. Okay, cuz when you really don't like someone and you feel like you had to stay with them for so long because of the kids or because of the money because you cause you were scared or whatever not genuinely like really like them, like I won't have your best interest. And I I don't want to be with someone that I don't have their best interest or they don't have my best interest. You like let
1: them die. Yeah.
0: Give. <laughs> Like, finally, God damn, that nigga, uh-uh. that nigga survived two strokes. God damn, he need to just go on.
1: It's a lot of couples like that, though.
0: Yeah, people be really married like can't wait till that motherfucker roll over and die. And I'm that. like, I don't want to be in a relationship like that. Like, I don't want to be with somebody that I can't, like, wait for them to die. Like... I've seen old people, like, people always talking about their grandparents and how their relationships, oh, they ain't never leave each other, but they ain't like each other either. Right. Like, I remember this old lady, her husband had died. She barely wanted to go to the funeral, and it wasn't because she was sad. She was just like, fuck that nigga.
1: Pop Pop was whipping her ass. That's what it was.
0: She was like, I don't give a fuck about that nigga. Like, you don't know, your husband she was like, We okay, so they were still married, but they really haven't been together in um like forty years or something like that. Like they didn't even live in the same house, like. Like, but they were married. But I think like kids like, you know, our parents and stuff like that, when they see their parents, um, they don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: I know an older couple where they lived together, but they had separate, separate bedrooms. Separate rooms, yes. And I, I always used to ask, like, the wife, like, why, why your husband sleeping in that room? And she used to just be like,
0: he not nice. And I was just like, okay. But I, I know who you're talking about, but when her husband died, she was actually sad. Yeah. <sighs> See, he was I think he was like a veteran or something and he had like PTSD. Mhm. Yeah. So they had separate rooms. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't I'll ooh. I'll I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it, like that's the biggest fear for me when it comes to like relationships like
1: but my thing is how do you get to that point to where you just stay with somebody even when you're not happy like it's like a roommate
0: like this is my roommate slash husband slash we had a couple kids together slash we used to fuck but we don't fuck no more like slash we splitting these bills like Mm. that's it like i feel like that's what it gets to but i want to I don't know if this is gonna be possible, but I want to be a grandma I'm still sucking dick, and I love it. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like I want to be sucking my husband' dick, like um, big papa, yes.
1: Yeah. But you know why a lot of these like older couples stayed? I mean, like these older couples stayed together because the women didn't really work; they depended on a man financially, and this is why, like. Whenever I do get married, I would like to be a stay at home mom, you know, until my child reaches, you know, the age to be into kindergarten or whatever. When I am staying at home, I want to be able to be at the point where I'm making money, like in my sleep. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to still make money, even if my man is paying all of the bills. I want to still be able to make money because it's like, what if he die? What if mm-hmm. he get sick? What if he get injured at work? Or what if he start beating on you and cheating and and that's mm-hmm. why a lot of these women be in relationships that they're not happy in. Mm-hmm. It's because he's the breadwinner mm-hmm.
0: and their survival depends on right them. Yeah, I feel like um it it's it's dangerous, you know, for us women when we're dating guys and we're like literally going to submit to this guy and if he's going to be the one taking care of us like the breadwinner then we have to kind of depend on them for survival and if they dangle your survival in front of your face then it's like taunting you or whatever and that's dangerous you know to to do that to anyone and then like as a grown adult could you imagine having to ask for every little thing that you want and need right like asking a man like you're a kid again um i don't know i think it could work with um a certain dynamic of respect but i feel like with one person having so much power it can go to their head and they will lose respect for you as an individual like as a woman or as your wife like they don't look at you as a like anything outside of that they just look at you as like this is mine and i could do whatever i want to do with it yeah that's what scares me the most because i don't want to be abused or, or misused and and treated unfairly and cruel just because you are providing for my household or our household, however you want to put it. It kind of reminds me of the concept where parents, just because they're your parent, they think they could treat you any kind of way yeah. and be disrespectful to you as a human being. Like, yeah, I know it's supposed to be a certain dynamic of respect and, um, you know, I guess I want to say hierarchy or whatever, when it's you know a family like a mom and dad and children and stuff like that but there's also a common ground of respect too. Right. Like you can't violate your children, you can't violate your wife, you can't violate your husband. It doesn't matter if you make more money or not. It's still supposed to be um equal. Yeah, some type of common ground of respect. And I just I I just don't ever want to be in that situation again like i definitely was in a situation like that where i depended on my significant other for a lot and i was fine with that i was cool with that because i felt like i was better at being a mom and staying home and stuff like that but then that shit went sour fast Mm. like well not necessarily too fast but fast enough shit fast enough for me to be scared to fucking ever get in a fucking relationship ever again like i think that um i I, i'm not necessarily scared i'm just cautious and i'm more aware of the possibilities of what things can go like how things can go wrong. And I try to have these conversations with guys, but they look at me like I'm speaking Chinese. Mm -hmm. Like I try to have the conversation of what is, what is a marriage look like to you? What is a relationship look like to you? They're like a relationship, a marriage. Like they don't never really answer the question or go into depth with it. And it doesn't even matter how old they are. Like
1: men really don't be knowing what the hell they want. It, it, it's, it's they just waiting for that girl to just go with the flow.
0: And pretty, every pretty much. It's 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 scary being a woman. And then like, you know, these guys and stuff like they're starting to have kids and they're having little girls. Like, I just sit back and I think like what kind of advice are you gonna give your daughter right when she steps out into the dating world? And I feel like a lot of a lot of these girls that are um I guess quote unquote the gold diggers I guess, quote-unquote, like, the strippers, the prostitutes, and stuff like that, come to find out those be the girls who had the daddies, who had, like, yeah. those father figures in their lives who basically said, fuck these niggas. Yeah. Like the, like, the the most savage girls that I know, Not I'm not saying all of them, but some of them...
1: They came from a
0: happy household. Yeah, they came from a mother, a father being together, married... And they literally are the biggest hoes that I know. Like they don't settle down. They don't settle for nothing. Um, never have. They never will. They will, but it's gonna be whoever got the biggest bag. Whoever's the bitches ass nigga. Like they literally. Just be
1: like you. You gotta have more than what my parents provided me for. That's what they be on.
0: But not only that, like it. It be a lot. Like either, either they're the men in the relationship or, um. They fucking a bunch of men, like, and it could be either or and some like from from what I've noticed. And then like the men, um, you know, I know like it's this like stigma that you know like if you come from a broken home, then you're like damaged goods or whatever. But it seemed like the people who come from like fam, like they grew up with their mom and dad, they have the same like all their siblings have the same mom and dad and all this other stuff like they be the ones with the most motherfucking drama out here they got multiple (laughs) baby moms multiple baby dads multiple motherfucking kids like fucking a bunch of different people like it just be giving me real messiness to me so i don't i don't know i it
1: is. it's just like they don't really give a fuck because they know that they can always go back home. Mm-hmm. Like they just be like, I don't care. I can go back to my parents' house. or
0: Or you know what else it is? I feel like they have a misconception of what it is to be in a relationship because their mother and their father never kept it real with them. What it took for them to be in a relationship. Like has your mother ever sat down and told you like, I really don't like your fucking dad. Or do they sit back and tell you like, what they've been through, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm not saying once you already then had your kids and you're 30-something, 40-something. I'm talking about when you were a teenager before you stepped into the real dating world, like, did your mother and father really sit down and have a real conversation with you what it takes to be in a relationship? Because I feel like those people have the, the when they see their mom and dad together growing up, they have the worst, um perception of what what is a relationship and what it takes a relationship to work Mm -hmm. you know like seriously i don't like they don't even have the basics like okay so if a for example like my ex um he's seen his mom and his dad both work but for the most part he's seen his dad be like real bossy like his dad was really really fucking bossy he was really like just miserable all the time, and his mom never said too much of anything. But he didn't know that his mom was actually a hoe. His Ooh. mom, his mom was like, he found this out when he was like an an adult or whatever. But and it kind, I think it kind of like fucked him up, and I think that's why he's fucked up now. Um. But his mom was, like, cheating on the dad and, like, sleeping with a lot of different people. And she's always been like that. And the dad was had, like, money problems, gambling problems and stuff. But, like, for him growing up as a child, he looked at it like, my family's perfect, my life is perfect. And then, like, it kind of fell apart or whatever. So I think, like, when he got into a relationship... He was just like well I'm going to try to mimic what I seen growing up because that was good but I don't think he ever took the time to realize that it wasn't good what you seen growing up was your perception as a kid and it wasn't actually healthy Right. like I think a lot of people when they talk about their grandparents they don't realize that their grandparents weren't in healthy relationships a lot of people were in toxic fucking relationships. And I think, like I said before in another episode, like toxic relationships seems to be like normal, like normalized. Like if you're not being toxic, then you're not in a relationship. Yeah, It's like, it's like
1: boring to not be toxic. Like everybody wants toxic,
0: toxic, toxic ass relationships. <laughs> yeah. Toxicity. Yeah. <laughs> I I I personally I can't deal with it. I cannot deal with toxic relationships like I feel like in arguments when I'm when I whenever I've been in a relationship whenever arguments have arisen, I've always shut down. I've never been like an argumentative person ever. Like never. I've never like I've had discussions with people that I've been in a relationship with, like we'll talk about things, but as soon as it gets sour, I shut down, but you know what? It was a couple times where I remember um, my ex, he told me, he was like, I feel like you don't care. He was like, I feel like you don't fight for the relationship like I am. I said, why? Because I'm not calling you a bitch ass nigga and I'm not cussing you out or I'm not throwing things at you or I'm not trying to fight you.
1: Right. Like calling you. Yeah.
0: I feel like me fighting for the relationship was talking to you. Like, I was literally, like, sitting back, asking you questions and trying to talk to you about things. That was me fighting for the relationship. Also, me fighting for the relationship was praying. Like, I prayed a lot. Like, and I didn't make it like a big announcement like I didn't go hey everybody in the world I'm about to pray for my relationship I didn't make a Facebook post like hey pray for me in my relationship I'm battling in my relationship my relationship is hard I didn't go to the pastor I didn't go to my friends I didn't go to anybody I sat in my room and I prayed or I prayed in the shower or I prayed in the car like I prayed before I went to bed and I tried to <clears throat> talk and communicate things but soon as things get confrontational, I get lost in that. Like, and I shut down and I don't know what to do. And, um, I did try to join the the toxic shit, like, the, you know, arguing and stuff like that and the popping up and the, you know, quote-unquote fighting for this relationship. That shit's a headache. But what I noticed was, when I did that, the problem still was there. Like, it wasn't making anything better. Right. It never got any better. Sitting here arguing with you, we're not getting anywhere calling each other names. We're not getting anywhere Um, just being petty and agitating to one another. We're not getting anywhere. It doesn't make the sex any better. Not on my part, but I think maybe some people, they do feel like it makes the sex better, it makes the relationship better, and I don't feel that way because I'm a type of person like... I mean what I say and I say what I mean. So if we if you say something to me to hurt me in an argument, I'm going to feel like that's what you genuinely mean. Like and it's it's been a lot of times where I was like, "Oh, he he didn't mean that. He was just being um he was just like angry and stuff but still like low key it plays on my conscience Mm -hmm. so we can move past it right like we got into an argument but you said some fucked up shit to me or whatever in the heat of the moment it's still gonna come back to me in my head like is that how he really feels you know and then the next time you do something that upsets me everything that you have ever said to me that was fucked up in the argument is going to add on to what you just Like, the new argument. And I feel like, for me, it builds up. It builds up. It builds up to the point where I explode and there's no coming back from it. So, like, uh, most of my relationships, like, it got to that point where it was, like, no coming back from it. And they were just like, dang, you never really loved me. You never really fucked with me. Like, you you must want to be single. You must da-da-da-da. And... I would be like, no, that's not what it is. I just can't take it no more. Like, I feel like we got nowhere. We just been running in circles.
1: I feel like niggas be purposely wanting to stress you the fuck out.
0: Drive you fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Like a nutcase or something. And they be doing that shit on purpose. Like, I don't know what it is, but they they like to stress you out, especially like in the beginning of things. Mm -hmm. They love to stress you out like it's like breaking you down. Right. And it's like what is what is the point of that? Cuz yeah. it's like a, a bitch like me going to leave.
0: Yeah, you just push <laughs> you're just pushing me you're literally pushing me away. Like if you like when a guy tries to break me down and stress me out and and all that stuff, you're literally just pushing me away. Right. And if you put me in a position like cuz I I've, I've been trapped, duh, with the kids and all that stuff, like where I can't leave. Like, if I'm in a position where I'm depending on you financially or if, if, you know, we have kids to raise and all that stuff, I'm just not going to be happy in this relationship. And that's what I was saying, like, as far as, like, if you had a heart attack, I might just sit there and watch you have a heart attack. Like, I might (laughs) fuck around and be, like, fantasizing about life without you now that you're having a fucking heart attack. Like, and I don't ever want to be with someone like that. Like, why would I want to sit here and really spend my days... In and out with someone that I wouldn't care if they died, Right. like that's a terrible motherfucking feeling. I don't want to walk around and wake up and go to sleep feeling that evil towards anyone, like ever, ever. I'd rather be by myself. I'd rather be a prostitute. Fuck <laughs> being a prostitute, girl. Bye, girl. Bye. I work at I work at Wendy's before I be a prostitute. Oh yeah, oh
1: yeah.
0: Especially walking on the streets of Miami. That shit crazy as hell. i wash some toilets. I yeah, I'll, I'll shit, I'll work, I don't have a problem with working, like, Me I don't. Like, I'll work two, three jobs, but I'll do jobs that are fun, like, that I have a good time at. I'd rather do that than sit here and be in an unhappy relationship or or anything like that or be toxic like i i want to my like idea situation would honest honestly be love bombing the fuck out of my partner every day like i want to just be like i love you i love you i love you um you know i wanted to, like i don't know i all i, mean, I all i gonna be perfect but I know it ain't gonna be perfect, I, I but feel like I don't love
1: needs to be soft, like it needs love could be, be calm. hard
0: no, love could be hard though love can be exciting, love can be um hard, it could be hype, it could be loud, it could be soft. love is love,
1: no, but I feel like it needs to be to the point where even when you two are upset with each other, it's still love, yeah, and it it, it shouldn't get to the point where you guys are calling each other bitches or you know crying yourself to sleep or i feel like it should be causing
0: damage to each
1: other's property right or Or bodies going on social media posting this posting that it it should just be calm it should be beautiful even when y'all are upset with each other
0: yeah i i totally agree with that um i just i don't know It's scary because I can't, I can't do it. Like, I be telling people all the time, like, I literally cannot do confrontation. That shit triggers me. And I think it triggers me more so because I feel like when I get into confrontation with people, it's not going to go. I know from, from, from the jump, like nothing is going to resolve. What's going to happen is when you get into a confrontation with someone, I'm stepping in a hellfire that's that's how it feels to me like it feels like i'm going to be burning like i'm just literally you're trying to pull me into fire Mm -hmm. or i'm if i decide to um initiate confrontation i decide to step into fire and then once you're in that fire you're just burning you're burning like literally burning and then um even when you get out of the fire you're still burning and then you have to heal from the burns that you have. That's what confrontation feels like to me. If it, it doesn't feel like I think it's the difference between confrontation and just confronting or like having a conversation. I'm with having a conversation. I'm with I'm with being confronted. I'm with me confronting someone else but being confrontational is something completely different for me.
1: You know, it triggers me.
0: When, like, somebody would say,
1: like, some effed up shit. hmm And, like, the next day would hit me up as if it never happened.
0: Right, right. Like, what about the fact of what right? you just the like, fuck said it Like, like you, just, you
1: just called me a bitch last night. Like, what is going on right now?
0: Um, stuff like that does, like, if you call me a bitch, stuff like that really, like, it bothers me, but it's not that bad. It's more so, like... If you do something dirty to me, like, like, um, I don't know. It depends. Like, I, it depends, man. I done been through some shit. I mean, honestly, I put up with a lot because I love somebody so, I like, I love them a lot. And I really dealt with a lot because I love them so much. But I just wasn't, I didn't really like them. I wasn't happy. So, and it, and I was like, I wonder if they know how I feel about them. Because I feel like if they knew how I felt about them, then they wouldn't want to be with me. Like, I literally was with someone for a very long time that I was just like, I wonder if I stab him. Like, girl. With, I I'm dead. I used to be laying in the bed like, let me just put the pillow right there. <laughs> like, oh my god, I just be my gears used to be grinding all day, every day. I couldn't stand being with that man. Like, I just I felt like, like, like the weight of the weight of how I felt about him was like a big-ass human being sitting on my neck. Why and it, did you
1: feel like you couldn't tell him how you felt?
0: Because his his ass was on my neck, and my head was, was leaning over it, and it hurt so bad, and I kept trying to tell him, get the fuck off my neck, sir. And he just he just was like, hold on one minute, one minute, one minute, kept one minute in me, and I tried to get him off my neck, and I couldn't get him off. I tried to shake him off and shit. When I tried to shake him off, I fell down, and I hurt my back. I know that sound crazy as hell but that's what it feels like just some like a big ass monkey just right here a breath hot as fuck you know just just right here all that every time you try to say something to the motherfucker the motherfucker farts or something like uh but you know what that's why i'm single and I am perfectly okay with being single until I find my guy. I'm not trying to be in no fucking toxic ass, unhealthy ass. What that girl say? F R E E fuck nigga freak. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for tuning in. How you say it again? F R E E fuck nigga freak. Period. Peace.